1: Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified
0: customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per
2: line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Morning has broken. It is 643, 17 before 7. Another nice day today. Weather's going to be really nice until Saturday when we really need it to be nice and want it to be nice for the parade Saturday evening. They might move, and we'll see. Today, highs of 66, 64 tomorrow, 70 on Friday, dry, sunny. i got to get the grass cut. That reminds me. Highs of 68 on Saturday, but a 90% chance for heavy storms in the afternoon. And the, the timing on all that could change, but the models, they say, are coming into consensus, and that's what it's looking like. Then Sunday, some showers linger into the morning, and it turns windy and cooler. Highs of 66. Monday, highs of 58, and then we'll see what happens from there, right? Um, Let's see what happens with taxes. Jan Moeller joins us, Executive Director of Louisiana Budget Project, this half hour. Then we'll talk to Daniel Erspammer and get his take on it. He's the CEO of the Pelican Institute. And we're talking about Governor Landry's transition committee recommending that corporate and personal income taxes be phased out. Would it help or hurt? And who would it help or hurt? Jan Moeller, good morning. How are you?
1: Great. Uh, thanks. Great to be with you.
2: Tell me about um, the governor and what he's what his transition team recommended exactly and how that would affect people in your estimation.
1: Well, uh, and, and it's important to remember, this is just a recommendation. Uh, and the recommendation was that they want to phase out the corporate and individual income taxes. Um, and which sounds maybe to some people like a good idea on the surface until you realize that, you uh, we pay for a lot of things with that Uh, we we get about five and a half billion dollars a year out of a 12 billion dollars state general fund from income taxes so uh one thing they didn't mention in these recommendations but which is critical to understand is that if we uh, get rid of the income tax we have to replace that revenue with some kind of other tax Uh, any way you cut it you can't run state government without that revenue So you're gonna replace almost all of it, if not all of it, with some other tax. And that means, which they didn't spell out, they didn't say that, and they didn't say which tax they wanna raise, uh, but you're gonna have a math problem very quickly. And if you're gonna replace that revenue with something else, then you have to start asking, well, somebody's gonna pay more and somebody's gonna pay less. And when this has been tried in the past, what ends up happening is You're not really getting rid of a tax so much as you're shifting the tax burden generally from those at the very top to those in the middle and bottom.
2: What about um, the other side of it in terms of budgeting process and if there is less revenue, what's going to be cut? Because I think that's an important consideration as well, is it not?
1: Absolutely. Uh, And that's and that would be the other concern is that if they don't replace all of this revenue or most of this revenue, then you're looking at cutting things like education, uh, K through 12 education, higher education, health care, social services, child welfare, uh, law enforcement. We pay for a lot of law enforcement with our state tax dollars. We're about to have a special session on crime coming up. And you can bet that there's going to be a demand for a lot more spending on law enforcement. I know there's going to be demands this session for more spending on health care. We certainly aren't paying enough to our teachers and to support our schools. Um, and there's talk about, you know, doing some school privatization, which is going to cost more, not less. So there's a lot of pressure on state government to make more investments than we're making now. And if you go down this path of cutting the income tax, You're going to get less revenue, and so you're going to have a very big math problem very quickly, and it's going to cut services that people depend on.
2: Is there a historical precedent for this in Louisiana? Have we tried this before?
1: (laughs) Funny you should ask, Tommy. There is. Uh, If if you remember, Governor Bobby Jindal had this exact idea back in 2013. This was after he had been reelected, and he put together, you know, he put his best minds on the case. Um, and they worked for months to come up with a plan to how to get rid of income taxes. And the plan they came up with, because when you start looking at other taxes to replace this revenue, uh, you run out of ideas pretty quickly uh, to raise that kind of money. Um, Even popular ideas, like for example, let's, you know, a lot of people want to legalize recreational marijuana, that might be a good idea, but it's not gonna come even close to uh, the income tax. Uh, maybe $200 million as opposed to uh, $5 billion. So what Bobby Jindal's idea was, uh, we're gonna replace that by uh, increasing the state sales tax. Uh, I think he wanted to go up four percentage points. So we already have the highest sales tax in the country in Louisiana. We would have sent that to the stratosphere. Um, even though, even then, the math didn't add up on that plan. And what ended up happening is Bobby Jindal, back when he was a very popular governor at that time, had to put his plan aside on the opening day of the legislative session. It got laughed out of the room, basically, uh, and abandoned before it even got its first hearing in the legislature. Uh, so the history of people trying to do this, and and yeah, I get it, it's a new, new governor, new legislators. Um, they start looking around and they say, well, Texas doesn't have an income tax and Florida doesn't have an income tax. They don't talk about the property taxes people pay in those states. Uh, but it starts looking attractive. But once you put pencil to paper, it gets incredibly difficult, and I think politically difficult. Uh, but it's also it's one of those things: it's bad politics and really, really bad policy.
2: I want to drill down a little bit on what the Constitution says as well, Jan, about what's dedicated and what's not, and why education and healthcare always gets cut. Because if you say you're going to cut spending, well, there are some things that are constitutionally mandated that have to be funded and some that aren't. So if you're going to cut revenues, that means you're going to have to cut health care, education or just a few other things like you were talking about or. You're going to have to make up the revenues somewhere else. And I know you wrote about how Louisiana's tax system is already upside down. We'll talk more about that when we come back. We're talking to Jan Moeller, Executive Director of the Louisiana Budget Project, about Governor Landry's transition team. One of their recommendations is that corporate and personal income taxes be phased out. Jan Moeller doesn't think that's such a good idea. He's the Executive Director of the Louisiana Budget Project. We're talking to him now and will after the break. And then in the next half hour we'll talk to Aunt Daniel Erspammer, CEO of the Pelican Institute, and he sees it a different way. Six fifty one nine till seven. Traffic now. WWL.
0: We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s. It's over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty five bucks per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch.
1: You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Trick responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois.
2: 6.56 and a half. Tommy Tucker, WWL, talking to Jan Moeller, Executive Director of Louisiana Budget Project, about Governor Landry's Transition Committee's recommendation that corporate and personal income taxes be phased out. Jan, you had already said that Louisiana's tax system is upside down. Explain what you mean by that, if you would, please.
1: Absolutely. Well, uh, what that means is that when we look at the percentage of people's incomes that go to pay their state and local taxes, uh, the folks at the very bottom of the income scale, people making uh, $15,000, $30,000 a year, pay taxes at a higher rate than those at the very top, in the top 5%, 1%, 0.1%. Obviously, someone making a million dollars is paying more in taxes than someone making $10,000, but the tax rate is higher at the bottom than the top. And the reason for that is the structure of our tax system. We are extremely high on sales tax, which tends to fall harder on low-income households Uh, Our personal income tax in Louisiana is actually very low compared to the other states that have an income tax. And we also have very low property taxes in Louisiana. So income and property taxes tend to fall on higher income households. We're low on those sales taxes um, and government fees that fall on on everybody, but really hit uh, low-income families the hardest. That's where we're really high.
2: Um. Going back to what's constitutionally mandated has to be funded and what's not. Somebody texted in. They're a little bit confused about that. Explain why it's always health care and education that gets cut.
1: Absolutely. Well, it's because a lot of the dollars that we take in are spoken for automatically. Um, And that includes things like uh, public education. K through 12 schools are funded by a formula that's in the Constitution. So we have to spend that. There are certain amounts of you know, debt service that we have to pay. Uh, you know, if you build a road and you borrow the money to pay for it, uh, then you have to pay that back. Uh, at certain costs of incarceration, certain Medicaid costs are automatic. Uh, when you strip away everything that's kind of dedicated either by law or by the constitution, um, you're left with about three and a half billion dollars uh, that is truly discretionary for the state legislature to spend each year three and a half billion dollars is less than what we bring in with the income tax. So again, if the legislature thinks they can come in and just kind of cut some waste and and eliminate some programs that that people don't care about, uh, you're not going to be able to do that if you're going to get rid of the income tax. You have to have a very serious debate about how to raise this money. And if you're going to cut, again, uh, the discretionary dollars that we do have, that mostly goes to health care and education, so uh, and especially higher education. So when we're talking about big-ticket budget cuts, the most likely place to go is higher education. And what that means is they'll make it up with higher tuition. So you'd end up spending less, fewer public dollars on LSU and Delgado and, and every other public uh, institution in the state. Thank you, Jan.
2: Appreciate your time. We'll get to the other side when we come back.